The Supreme Court of the United States is about to release a judgment overturning and completely condemning a 50-year-old precedent it made uh, in 1973, effectively banning any American state from outlawing abortion. Well, the pro-abortion activists are outraged and all over the internet making stuff up. There's a pro-abortion social media post that's been shared tens of thousands of times that says, I'm not pro-murdering babies, I'm pro-Becky, I'm pro-Susan, I'm pro-Teresa, Kathy, Melissa, Brittany, Emily, and other hypothetical women it lists. And after each name, it gives a hypothetical scenario in which the anonymous propagandist writing describes a circumstance in which he or she believes murdering that woman's baby is something that they are pro. The propagandist concludes that she is pro-life, but then hastens to clarify they're only pro some lives, clearly not the lives of babies, but just Jessica, Vanessa, Lindsay, Courtney, Jamie, and the other hypothetical women facing perhaps the worst day of their lives. The propagandist concludes with claims she cannot consistently apply. She says, we don't get to pick and choose which scenarios should be accepted, that it's not about the few situations we disagree with, but the choice being available to women whose stories we do agree justify intentionally murdering babies. The propagandist claims, women's rights are meant to protect all women regardless of their situation, except that means that the woman's alleged right to make an arbitrary choice to kill her preborn baby girl immediately violates another woman's right to not be murdered, which most normal people agree is an important one. Perhaps the propagandist means women's rights are for all women regardless of their situation, unless their situation is a womb, in which case, not that situation. That woman has no right to women's rights because her situation is one pro-abortionists apparently do get to pick and choose does not deserve women's rights. The clearly pro-murdering babies propagandist is not pro-Phoebe, Zoe, Angela, or the at least 30 million other female babies I could name which have been murdered in the situation she has picked where women's rights do not protect all women. The propagandist has proven she really does believe society encounters competing rights which have to be resolved through a philosophical belief system and an ethical framework to inform which rights have precedence and priority in certain situations. Her ethical system is the radical pro-abortion philosophy, which doesn't debate the biological fact that every human life begins at fertilization, but doesn't care that their choice will deliberately kill an innocent living human. This social media post doing the rounds is actually a desperate and willfully ignorant attempt to rationalize murdering babies, a fact the propagandist denied in her opening line. So having demolished the propagandist's claim to sincerity, compassion, or logical coherence, let's have a look at each situation proposed where she says she's pro-murdering babies. Becky found out at her 20-week anatomy scan that the infant she had been so excited to bring into this world had developed without life-sustaining organs. First, let's get one thing straight. The one thing anti-abortion activists like me have a problem with is elective abortion procedures where the preferred outcome is a dead baby. Abortion as contraception 
is a horrifically barbaric prioritization of adult desires for sex without consequences. You explicitly gave your consent to the possibility of pregnancy when you had intercourse knowing it could result in pregnancy, however small you felt the chance was. Killing your baby because you would prefer to not be pregnant is the moral bankruptcy people like me are opposed to. What's happening to Becky is horrible and deserves compassion. She should be informed of the high rate at which doctors misdiagnose congenital conditions and a perfectly healthy baby is born. One of my kids is one such person, now finishing high school in perfect health. If we had have followed the medical advice with an early diagnosis, we would have killed him before he was born, which would have devastated his whole family and robbing the world of his contribution. And I would never do that. Of course, genuine congenital conditions happen, perhaps far more often than doctors get it wrong, and live mere hours after delivery. The opportunity for Becky and mothers like her to have precious hours of life with her daughter, to hold her, name her, maybe put the tiny baby clothes on her bought long ago, then comfort her as she passes away, is a heart-wrenchingly beautiful moment Becky and her baby deserve. It is a perverse morality that devalues a life of suffering from a life of privilege. Millions of people have been inspired, motivated, and genuinely helped by people born with no arms or legs, which pro-abortionists would have excused the prenatal murder of. Quote, Susan was sexually assaulted on her way home from work, only to come to the horrific realization that her assailant planted his seed in her when she got a positive pregnancy test result a month later, end quote. Executing a child for the crime of her father is not justice. Blaming the victim is something the pro-abortionists would rightfully decry as shameful if Susan was asked any questions about what she was wearing or the risks she was taking, but they happily rationalise another violent crime being committed against the new living human existing in the safety of her womb. Susan's trauma will not be diminished by the death of her baby. Most women who conceive in rape want to keep their baby. Having had their sense of personal power violated and destroyed by the criminal, they often find a new sense of ability to protect their baby they can't recover any other way. That is the undeniable mothering instinct which, if shattered by an abortion, is just another trauma and violation she will bear for the rest of her life. And even if, in her mental anguish and suffering, Susan might make the choice to have an abortion, it can hardly be claimed her decision-making ability was not impaired beyond the possibility of informed consent, with full appreciation of the potential for exacerbation of her existing trauma the choice was intended to avoid. Objectively speaking, pro-abortionists other pre-born people and devalue their worth, dignity and human rights. They claim Susan's potential suffering when reminded of her baby's conception is greater than her baby's suffering when executed by an abortionist. It's a preposterous claim pro-abortionists frequently assert that it's better to be killed than to experience suffering. Such a claim reeks of power and privilege. The postmodern cultish obsession with abortion and euthanasia rights are an affluent Western indulgence, one which most of world history and modern developing nations 
would reject when told their existence is insufferable and death would be preferable to relative poverty, abuse or anguish. Billions of people throughout history have fought and struggled and continue to eke out an existence, facing insurmountable odds, persevering while the tiny flame of hope continues to flicker. Killing them isn't helping them. Death isn't therapy. Quote, Teresa hemorrhaged due to a placental abruption, causing her parents, spouse and children to have to make the impossible decision on whether to save her or her unborn child. End quote. This is just a nonsense. For a start, the family would never be given this option. Basic triage would dictate the medical professionals save the mother if at all possible, and the baby would then be given whatever medical assistance a preemie baby with full dignity and human rights deserves. And no anti-abortion activist would argue if the necessary actions couldn't save the baby. Intentions matter. Pro-life is not anti-triage. Quote, Little Kathy had her innocence ripped away from her by someone she should have been able to trust and her 11-year-old body isn't mature enough to bear the consequences of that betrayal. End quote. Again, triage. A tragedy has happened and it is not solved by radical pro-abortion intentions. Doctors will not risk Kathy's life and pro-lifers will not argue. But as a percentage, how many abortions are conducted each year in your affluent Western nation where this is the story? This is disgusting appropriation of incredible suffering for radical abortion on demand agendas. If they were only opposed to banning abortions in situations like this, they might be taken seriously because situations really do matter. If someone comes into my house, cannot be reasoned with, and intends to kill my family or me, I will use reasonable force to stop him. If he accidentally dies in the struggle, that was not my intent, and I am not guilty of murder, and that is coherently pro-life. What radical pro-abortion activists want is the right to abortion on demand, knowing full well an innocent living human is being murdered on purpose as the intended outcome. They don't care about Kathy at all and are just shamelessly exploiting her to rationalize the fact they really are pro-murdering babies. Quote, Melissa, who's working two jobs just to make ends meet and has to choose between bringing another child into poverty or feeding the children she already has because her spouse walked out on her, end quote. I mean, this one's not even hard. Melissa, you're pregnant. You can't say you're not ready to have kids. You can't say you didn't know sex sometimes makes babies. You live in a world with many, many people who are willing to help you. And if you really don't want that baby, raise and care for her for you. I don't think you want the right to murder your baby. I think you want support to make sure they are safe, sheltered, clothed, fed and educated. Let's take murder off the table as a no-brainer and not attempt to rationalise it with potential suffering if society fails you in all other so solutions. You have no idea what tomorrow holds and certainly cannot know 
Your new baby has no hope for all the basics you hope she will have. Of course, communities and congregations all need to take a long hard look at how we are promoting and supporting mothers and giving hope to abortion vulnerable women amongst us. But that is never a valid argument for murdering babies. Quote, Brittany realizes that she is in no way financially, emotionally, or physically able to raise a child. End quote. This is nearly the same as above. Brittany, high school sex education by woke leftists failed you. They should have taught you and your baby's father that sex can make babies. And if you're not financially, emotionally, or physically ready to raise a child, then you're not ready to have sex. And again, the failure of families, congregations, and communities to preemptively promise people who are abortion vulnerable that they will not be alone or unsupported is not a valid argument for killing their babies. Brittany, you're not the first scared mother to be, and you won't be the last. Your baby is real, alive, has a beating heart, unique DNA, and is a new living human. You will forever regret killing him if you make that choice. You can still graduate high school, college, and have a fulfilling career at the same time as being a wonderful mother to him. You can do this. You really can. You're not alone. You don't have to do this alone. And there are many people who want to help you and support you to be the best mother you can be. And that is all he really needs from you. Just your best. Quote, Emily went through IVF, ending up with six viable implanted eggs requiring selective reduction in order to ensure the safety of her and a safe amount of fetuses." End quote. 96% of biologists agree every human life starts at fertilization. The other 4% are lying because of their radical pro-abortion politics. The only safe way to have IVF is to not create any more human lives than you can safely carry to term. Every deliberately destroyed embryo is a unique living human already with unique DNA, very clearly not the mother's body. None of them think selective reduction is safe. Quote, Jessica is finally getting the strength to get away from her physically abusive spouse, only to find out that she is carrying the monster's child. End quote. Here we go again. Radical pro-abortion activists othering a powerless innocent victim calling them a monster's child and blaming the victim. Jessica needs help, not harm. Don't fail, Jessica. Support her and her baby to be safe, sheltered, clothed and fed. The monster who physically abused her is half the sociopathic evil of the monsters rationalizing the murder of her baby based on someone else's crimes. Quote, Vanessa went into her confirmation appointment after years of trying to conceive, only to hear silence when there should be a heartbeat." End quote. If the baby is already dead, there is no direct abortion. Yes, it's technically the same procedure, but no, it's a vastly different intent. There is no intent to murder a baby. No anti-abortion activist like me would deny Vanessa the medical care necessary to avoid sepsis or other complications once the baby is confirmed already dead. Quote, 
Lindsay lost her virginity in her sophomore year with a broken condom and now has to choose whether to be a teenage mum or just a teenager. End quote. Lindsay, I'm sorry high school sex education by woke leftists failed you. They should have taught you and your baby's father that even sex with condoms and the pill can make babies. And if you're not financially, emotionally or physically ready to raise a child, then you're not ready to have sex. You're not the first scared mother to be, and you won't be the last, just ask Brittany. You can still graduate high school, college, and have a fulfilling career at the same time as being a wonderful mother to him. Your teenage years won't be the same as your friends, but they won't be worse, just different. You are no longer the center of your world, your baby is. Most of your friends will adore him, and many will change their plans to include and consider you and him. And when they don't, understand they weren't forever friends anyway, unlike this bundle of joy you will spend the rest of your life loving. Anyone who truly loves you will warn you that you will spend the rest of your life regretting killing your first baby. And those are your real choices. Quote, Courtney, who just found out she's already 13 weeks along, but the egg never made it out of her fallopian tube. So either she terminates the pregnancy or risks dying from internal bleeding, end quote. Yet again, a vastly different intent. There is no intent to murder a baby. No anti-abortion activist like me would deny Courtney the medical care necessary to solve an indisputable and immediate probability of fatality. Quote, Jamie is non-binary or AFAB assigned female at birth and will be a significantly higher risk of suicide going through the body dysphoria of a pregnancy on top of gender dysphoria. Jamie wasn't assigned female at birth, that is propaganda. Jamie was observed female at birth, that's science. The big clue is she can get pregnant. She's at a significantly higher risk of suicide because she's suffering a mental health condition that needs both authentic compassion and honesty, neither of which she will ever get from a woke leftist pro-abortion activist. Virtue signaling in buckets, but no honesty. Without an accurate diagnosis, Jamie cannot be helped effectively. The emotional trauma of killing her baby will exacerbate her mental health symptoms, not mitigate them. Post-abortion syndrome was widely recognized and treated until DSM-4 when it was censored from the science. Despite activist claims to the contrary, there are now at least 24 published studies linking abortion trauma to substance abuse and more research linking abortion to psychiatric illness, depression, PTSD, relationship problems, domestic violence and premature death through things like suicide, accidents, homicide and natural causes. It's a trauma pro-abortion activists have perpetuated a stigma of, making it harder to find recognition, therapy and support for. Jamie needs real help, not platitudes and patronising. The propagandist who wrote this verbal diarrhoea has mastered the art of manipulative rhetoric devoid of all facts and logic to a level the most genocidal of historical regimes would find a position for. In this modern era, with such advances in both science and human rights advocacy, there are only two main reasons someone is still pro-abortion. The first is that they have been sheltered by progressive curriculum 
in government indoctrination centres previously called schools, from what 96% of biologists can honestly observe, and that is that your life, and that of everyone you know, began at the precise moment your daddy's sperm won the race to your mama's ovum. Human life begins at fertilization. That's not philosophy, or faith, or politics. That's observable, empirical, repeatable science. Abortion on demand is always the deliberate killing of a living human being. The second reason someone might still be as backward as a pro-slavery activist is that they know full well they are talking about a second, unique, living human being's life and death, and they just don't care. They have relegated an entire class of people to mere property, possessions belonging to someone more powerful and privileged, and able to be killed for whatever arbitrary reason the owner decides is good enough. These are the radicals, the apologists for a barbaric industry that, in America alone over the last 50 years, has killed 10 times more people than Hitler, and they don't even feel any shame. If you are pro-abortion, you are as certainly on the wrong side of history as the Supreme Court was when they ruled in favour of slavery as a constitutional right. If you are silent about the evil human rights violations of the abortion industry, you are as complicit as the people watching the smoke rise and the ash fall from the extermination chambers in 1940s Germany who said nothing. Neither science, nor legal precedents, nor history can be called as witnesses to support the claim to a right to murder babies. My generation will end abortion.